This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Here we go, hour three on a great day for talk radio. We got our panel coming up, topics worthy of discussion. Big discussion up in Ottawa earlier today when Premier Ford went to meet Justin Trudeau and uh, in the aftermath of, uh, you know, a heated election campaign and so on and so forth, many people wondered how they'd get along. Uh, I'm sure they did. Doug Ford had mentioned it's all politics, passed him now. He just wants to move forward and sees uh, greater interest for the province and the country as being his priority. He's joined us on the line. Premier Ford, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Johnny. How are you doing today? Johnny's okay. Uh, so what did you guys talk about? Well, well, first of all, you got to tell Tom, when I met him at the Chief's Cow last week, I'm coming over to get those suits. <laughs> and, <laughs> and promise made, did. promise fulfilled. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And what Tom forgot to tell the, the folks listening is I already bought three suits off him, so I'll get another three. <laughs> there you go. That's right. Three for one, don't you understand? And mention my name because he'll give you a deeper discount. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, Johnny, we, we, we had a, a great meeting today, and we, uh, we came up there to set our priorities for the people of Ontario and uh, the priorities that we have. And we, we decided before I we went up there, our, our staff, that uh, we're going to work on things that we agree on, and we're always going to uh, disagree on a couple things. But uh, the things that we do agree on is, is uh, transit, infrastructure, health care, and uh, the economy. So we're, we're focusing on those uh, four priorities right now, and uh, we had a good conversation about uh, moving forward and, and getting uh, more funding for the, uh, our transit line right now. And uh, typically the, the federal government puts in 40%. Uh, they aren't quite there yet, but we do appreciate uh, what they have put forward so far. And we have about 351 infrastructure uh, projects so far, uh, roughly about 83 of them. Uh, have moved forward, and we have to get the other ones uh, going. So we uh, discussed, well, let's roll up our sleeves and, and let's get to work. Uh, Johnny, pe- people expect us to, to work together. It doesn't matter if we're Liberal, Conservative, NDP. Uh, the taxpayers of this province uh, expect us to, to work together. But on that 40% ask, I mean, uh, do you feel like uh, they'll pony up the cash? They'll meet that obligation? Well, it was a positive uh, meeting, and they have ponied up $6 billion so far, but we need a little more, and it's typical, the 40% through the Canadian Infrastructure Fund. So we're, we aren't asking for anything that's uh, abnormal, and hopefully we'll, we'll be able to come to a resolution on that. I put together a council of uh, my top ministers to be working with uh, their ministers, be it transit infrastructure, uh, economic development, and, and finance. So it was a it was a good uh, productive uh, meeting. All right, and uh, you mentioned this council that you've come together, uh, six of your leading ministers plus yourself, and uh, Vic Fideli's in there. Uh, Rod Phillips, the minister, uh, finance minister. You've got Caroline Mulroney, Christine Elliott, the health minister, so on and so forth. So all the major portfolios that have to address, I guess, with their federal counterparts, the priorities for the people here in Ontario. Because after all, the Liberals, I mean, uh, steeply invested in Ontario. In uh, the GTA alone, I guess uh, you've got 11 cabinet ministers, so uh, it stands in their interest as well that they want to see us prosperous. Well, it is. It's uh, beneficial uh, for, for everyone, not, not just Ontario, right, right across the, the country, Johnny. When Ontario uh, is doing great, uh, Canada's doing great. When Canada's doing great, Ontario's doing great. So that's what we want to focus on and make sure that uh, the commitments that he made uh, during the election that he fulfills uh, those commitments, and we look forward to seeing action now. You know, that's interesting because uh, as we've perceived here on this show and we've discussed it, there's 
seemingly been an attitude shift or a change and even, you know, your own perspective on the bigger picture stuff. And you were just saying that uh, this is now something that we've got to unite the country and uh, focus on the country in a broader context. When did that moment come to you uh, that you, I don't know, yesterday, for example, uh, Mitzi Hunter was in on our panel and she called you Captain Canada, that you rose to the level of uh, national statesman here. Was there a moment where you sort of realized there is a bigger picture that you have to address? Well, a couple times, uh, Johnny, when I went out west to uh, Alberta and Calgary, and uh, when I was in Calgary, you saw half the buildings empty, uh, and, and Saskatchewan, those those people are, are finding some tough times, and we need to support them. And as I told the Prime Minister, uh, it's absolutely critical right now that we unite the country, because I haven't seen the country divided like this in a, in a long time, and we have to, part of uniting the country, I told them, you have to listen. You have to listen to our, our friends out west, but you have to listen to our friends out east and, and find common ground. And hopefully we'll be able to do that. Uh, we're having the, the premiers by uh, for the first time uh, here in Toronto. And I, I can't even remember the last time we've had all the premiers in Toronto. So they're coming on December the 2nd. Uh, I look forward to sitting down with them and, and working out uh, some of the the issues and just calming the, the waters down a bit because we, we have to send a message to the rest of the world that uh, Canada is open for business. And when companies and corporations look at a divided country, they get nervous and then they start investing uh, elsewhere. And we just want to give them certainty that uh, we're a united country and it's absolutely critical we stick together. It's critical. Again, with uh, Premier Doug Ford. So I'm curious, this meeting, this Premier's meeting on December 2nd here in Toronto, Scott Moe is going to chair that. He's from Saskatchewan, uh, but it's going to be held in Toronto. What's the thinking? Yeah, that's the first time ever. Uh, and I, Scott uh, Moe is probably one of my closest, if not my closest ally. He's a, a great Premier, and uh, we thought it'd be best to have it somewhere central. And uh, every year uh, there's a chair, a Premier, uh, that... That is the chair of COF when all the all the uh, provinces get together, and it's the first time in recent memory that I can think of that they're they're moving it from the the chair's uh, home province into another province. But it uh, shows how open-minded uh, uh, Scott is, and he's willing to come here and bring the rest of the premiers. Um, I'm I'm grateful for for their support, and uh, we we all get along very very well. All the premiers I get along uh, just great with uh, Francois Legault and, and Jason Kenney and, and obviously Scott Moe and uh, Higgs and right right across the board. So uh, I just want to make sure we send a clear message to everyone uh, that we have to be united, but also listening to the concerns of the people out West. It's absolutely uh, critical that we uh, listen and not uh, dictate. Well, that's interesting because, as you said, you know, Scott Moe is perhaps your greatest ally uh, in the Confederation. Jason Kenney is in that equation, too, out west when you talk about western concerns. I mean, also, you guys are uh, allied when it comes to the matter of the carbon tax. Did you bring that up at all with the Prime Minister today? No, we we agreed. We aren't going to talk about it. There's certain things we just are not going to agree with, and uh, we thought it'd be best to talk about the things that uh, are important to the people of Ontario and uh, ironically, the, some of the same people, not all the people, but some of the people uh, that voted for me voted for uh, the prime minister and vice versa. People who voted for him voted for me. Uh, people expect us to move forward, move the economy forward. Ontario is absolutely booming right now. 
Since we took office, Johnny, we've created the environment for 252,000 jobs. Uh, we're leading North America uh, when it comes to job creation. We've checked all 50 states and all the provinces. Uh, when you when you create the environment, when you lower taxes, cut red tape, cut regulations, put money back into people's pockets, they're going to go out and spend it, and therefore more revenues are going up to uh, the provincial coffers. So we we uh, saw 1.4 billion dollars more and. and in taxes because there's 252,400 people uh, working that weren't working a year and five months ago before we got elected. So do you get a sense that the Prime Minister is a good faith partner in things? Like, I mean, health care is another big one, health care transfers. I mean, a lot of the things that you have to address, you know, the hallway medicine one, and we talked to Minister Elliott earlier in the week, and, uh, you know, the dental plan that's rolled out for seniors and so on. I mean, but these are big ticket items that, uh, and there's only the one taxpayer. Are the feds going to be good partners in helping us to address things here in Ontario on the health front? At the last uh, federation meeting that we had in Saskatchewan, there's uh, an escalator in it. We're asking the federal government, all provinces, to go up 5.2%. And uh, the prime minister obviously has this pharmacare, national pharmacare, and uh, he's opened ideas. Uh, we have we have a great OHIP Plus plan in Ontario. And there's uh, We have a very healthy private sector that takes care of a lot of insurance for people, but uh, the 4% of the people that aren't covered up under a plan uh, usually get, uh, or, or they do get, uh, health care through the Trillium uh, Fund. Well, it sounds like uh, you guys got along famously today, and uh, I hope, you know, the collegiality extends to, you know, the days forward, because, of course, so important to the overall uh, country's welfare, like you say, out west, they're bleeding. And by the way, did he even bring up any point, like, uh, you know, that train strike that's happening out there, it's really impacted the farmers. Did that come into the equation at all? You guys talk about that? Well, I, I brought it up. Uh, I had uh, calls from farmers uh, last night, and uh, they called me, texted me on my phone. We had a egg farmer uh, named Dan out, out uh, in the rural area, and uh, they're in desperate need. It's not that we have a lack of propane. Uh, there's eight to ten hour lineups uh, with the tanker trucks out in Sarnia waiting to get the propane out to the rural areas. And I told them it's, it's to a critical point, and it's almost to a point of a crisis that uh, a lot of people heat their, their homes uh, up north, and, and the farmers need the propane. And and uh, I think it's very, very important uh, to move forward on this. Now, now to be fair to the prime minister, um, when you call the house back, it's no different than uh, if we face issues with the teachers. You can call the house back. It takes two weeks or so to get this uh, get the uh, mandate to move forward and, and, and legislate them back to work. Uh, so it doesn't happen the first day or second day. And he's given me uh, his word that he was up till midnight the other day talking to both sides and working with the Teamsters, working with CN to strike a deal. Yeah, I know, but the House is only going back December 5th, so what you're basically saying is uh, get them back sooner rather than later because there's still some lag time and people are bleeding in the meantime and these farmers can't get their uh, grain to to a market, uh, might even rot in silos or in the field, so uh, I guess that's what you were doing, impressing upon them like, uh, chop, chop, let's get on the file. I, I was pressing, <laughs> to say the least. I was definitely pressing and and uh, just explained to him the urgency I'm getting the call, the phone calls uh, personally. Not not uh, everyone can call the prime minister, but people call the premier, and and I talk to them, and that's that's how you know what's going on 
on the ground out there, talking to the hardworking men and women out there, uh, facing some issues. And I'll tell you, the farmers are, are uh, facing a lot of issues right now to the point of, uh, I'd say it's a crisis for the farming community. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of those farmers out west, which again compounds the problem. Going to let you run on that note. I really appreciate you weighing in and giving us a sort of uh, unpacking what happened today with the Prime Minister up in Ottawa, and hopefully uh, it is better days ahead between the two of you. Well, I'm confident it will be. Uh, we had a collaborative meeting, and I look forward to working uh, with them for a mutually uh, rewarding uh, relationship for the people of Ontario. And I uh, just appreciate the time you have me on here, Johnny, and I want to wish everyone uh, have yourself a great weekend. Yeah, take them out to Tom's place. The three for one suit sale is on. I'm going to Tom's place. <laughs> All right, let you go on that note. Thanks, Doug. Take care. Bye. You got it, Doug Ford, Premier of Ontario. Now you know. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio. 